three, two, one. One. with Alex and CeeLo. Today we have two incredible special guests other than CeeLo and myself. We have Brian and Tina. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I was lying to you the whole time. Her name's not Hannah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not Hannah. I'm, I'm Your name is Brian or and Tina. It's Brian or Tina. Kind of, you just have to like ask me like when you first see me like which one I'm like I preferred that day. Like. Prefer that day. <laughs> I like to change. For the it. record, I don't know hands <laughs> on a personal level. I, I I just met like, her today. So <laughs> what are you talking about? Like oh, those are dang. my like my names. My name's Hands. Okay. But like, I don't like that name. I choose Brian or Tina. So a lot of people think her name is Hannah. Yeah. Because of that, I call her Hands. Uh huh. Not because it's short for Hannah, but because she's the best hands down. Now, Thanks. her name is <laughs> Tina. Her middle name is Brian. I have so many questions. <laughs> Wait. Because her parents didn't know if she was going to be a boy or a girl. Pause. So they gave her two names. Mm-hmm. Wait. Male and female. I yeah. thought you called Hannah Hands because she doesn't have any hands. Because she's the best hands down. And because she doesn't have any hands. Yeah, it's like a two in one. So sometimes we call her feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I get a new so, I get a new nickname. The confusion I'm trying to figure this out. Hang on, hang on. Brian and Tina. So like do you have mixed personalities or what? It's like no I mean, no. You've seen the movie Split? Yeah. yeah real life it's like it's like hmm. sorta like if i'm feeling like tina like i'm a little sassy like i'm a little okay if i'm feeling brian i'm like oh kind of reserved more like a dog if Ooh, i'm hands right. it's just like i'm just jay chilling because i have no hands you know what i mean so <laughs> <He doesn't, laughs> no, no idea <laughs> no because we were, we were playing a uh, jackbox tv and shout out to my lady's cousin for introducing me to that game and then i introduced her friends to that game uh it's called jackbox tv and we were playing it at one of our friends' house, and we all, you like, everybody just makes a random creative name. And she couldn't think of anything, so she just put Brian. Because they all had, like, funny names, you know, like, <laughs> super good funny ones. And it was, it was, like, time. Like, I had, like, what, like... 40 seconds to pick a name and I was like way overthinking it and everyone's was so good and it was last and it was me and I was like and she just put Brian bro I was dead and and it was even funnier because my girlfriend knew exactly what she was talking about no because I asked Yana because Yana wasn't playing I was like Yana like give me a cool name like I don't have anything cool and she's like just pick something from like a TV show like and I was like Brian and then she was like family guy and I was like yeah oh my god and then we change our names every time. So the next game, she put Tina. From Bob's Burgers. Uh, I was thinking of Tina She's Fey. like one of my spirit animals. I was thinking of Tina Turner. 
Anyways, <laughs> wait, wait, the girl who twerks with her back, <laughs> she's tight. Yeah. I've never seen that show, but I know her for you sure. You should watch Bob's Burgers. She's I've high seen key dope. every episode. Mm. On the highest of keys. She's fantastic. The highest level of dope. She's like, she's one of my personalities, for mm. sure. One of her split personalities. Yes. So how many personalities do you have? What is that, three? I have three. I had no idea what we were going to talk about this today. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> We literally just wasted like four minutes talking. About <laughs> Anyways, hands. What is the best thing that has happened to you last week or this week? This week? Oh, you know, mm, no, it's kind of hard though, just because like this is like the first week of school, mm-hmm. so it was like a lot of what, stress. What's the best thing about school so far? The best thing about school, um. Honestly, when it ends, when, it, <laughs> when class is over <laughs> and you can go home and get some food. <laughs> exactly. Um, honestly, the people in my classes, I think this semester, like, I mean, last semester I had friends in my class, but I feel like this semester it's like new people. It's new people. And it's like, like nice people. Like I already kind of have like a set group in my classes, which is like something I'm like kind of worried about. Cause I like, I don't want to be by myself. But like, what's am wrong I, with being by yourself? Well, that's there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm I like to be around people. I like to talk with people, mm-hmm. like no matter what. And so, like, I was like, and I I tried to make it a goal, like, oh, like I want to meet new people this semester. Like, I want to become, like, I want to meet some new friends mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I was like worried, like that I wouldn't like, like the first day of class, I was like, okay, this is kind of awkward. Like, I'm just like. <laughs> And then teacher was like, oh, like, you're going to have to pick a partner for, like, the rest mm-hmm. of the class. And I was like, or, like, for the rest of the semester. And I was like, this is yeah, a big decision. Yeah, that's a that's a tough choice. And so then there was a girl next to me. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, like, let's be friends or whatever. And then I found out, like, she had the same major as me. Mm-hmm. Like, she's been, like, she's taking the classes like I was taking. And I was like, what the heck? Like, what are the, what's the, like, what are the odds? Like, that I would. Wait, what's your major? I'm early childhood development. So, Hi. like, yeah, that's like, what's up. elementary school teaching. Yeah. And just, like, development of children. That's cool. Yeah. I'm such a loser, dude. In school, when we were supposed to pick like partners or groups, I would literally just sit at my desk until there was somebody who didn't have a partner and I'd be like, oh, I guess we're partners. How's that a loser? I think that's cool. <laughs> nobody wanted to be my partner. No, because, no, <laughs> no, I think that's like kind of cool because somebody else probably in the classroom is thinking like no one wants to be my partner. And then you just end up waiting for someone else who feels like that. And then you guys become partners. And then you guys are like, you know what I mean? Couple of losers. You know, couple <laughs> of partner of losers. <laughs> I'm playing. Even with like groups though, like there's a lot of times where they're like, oh, uh, everybody pick your groups. And instantly everybody just looks at all their friends. And I'm just like, just sitting there. See, that's what that's what's hard in like college class. Like that that I realized was like because in high school, like that was easy. I took I knew everybody pretty much in my class. I did that in college too. But though. like in college, it's like you look around and you're like, I don't know any of these people. Like, there's a 40 year old man over there. There's like a Ooh, girl I my loved, age. I would have loved to been there's the 40 like, year old man's partner. There's like yeah, like there's it's so many different people, and you're like, I don't know any of these people, and like now I have to pick a partner for like the rest of the like semester, like. That's a tough choice. I think that's good, <laughs> yeah. though, because it brings out, like, your social anxiety. Like, it mm-hmm. kind of helps um, get rid of that. Yeah, I think that's what, that's, like, the goal that teachers have is, like, especially because, like, kids try to just go day by day without, like, any interactions with people and stuff like that. So yeah. they're, like, kind of trying to help with it. Yeah. I still have social anxiety no matter what. 
No, you don't. Dude. Yes, I do. Every time we go to UOB, you're the crazy. Every time we go out, you're the craziest dude. Oh to be God. honest, I wouldn't. I would not like know that of you. Like just from like the first like five minutes that I met you, it was like easily like because well, like you're literally the like Check right away you were just like you're the some gummy guy. worms. Like all right, this is a cool guy. <laughs> you're the craziest guy. Baby. All right, no, but like check it out. Guy. Like externally, I may seem calm, cool, and collected, but inside, I'm like, oh shit, there's now people that- around. I have social anxiety. Well, that is the type of confidence I want to walk around with. Knowing that I feel calm, cool, and collected. Dog, you're a G. But I don't feel that way. I just present myself present. in that way. Fake it's it till you make it. You're a G. You're a G too. Nah. I'm more like a letter L. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So what's up, guys? How you guys doing? You know, live streaming me pretty good and you know not that bad i don't really have many like i don't have much complaint like that's good i'm just i'm just doing you just living life like hands i'm just living life like hands go to work Ooh. go to school hang out with friends you about to start your own podcast called oh god that'd probably be the most like boring hands. podcast <laughs> shut up no way bro you're already on the boringest podcast <laughs> okay um. <laughs> shut up first we should just change your name to the boring no podcast. first no <laughs> <laughs> no don't even <laughs> drop yourselves like uh, that you <coughs> excuse me uh CeeLo how are you doing bro doing okay I can't figure out how to put my microphone in like the best position but yeah I'm doing okay um life is crazy in a good way um you know just maintaining living life living like CeeLo Living like life. I was really hoping you were going to say living life like hands. <laughs> oh. I was hoping that you were going to say that. I don't even know hands, though. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be genuine. All right, hands, tell us about yourself. Well, that's a... Um, it was like an interview. Like tell gotta, us about yourself. You gotta, <laughs> well, like, I go to school I and go. I... Like, what do you want to know? Like, Well, anything. first of what, all, what, I don't know what, anything about you. <laughs> what do well, you want us to know? Like, like, do you have siblings? Do you have pets? Oh, okay. What's yeah. your favorite kind of music? Who has okay. inspired you? Who isn't like your family members? One of the most important ones. What makes you happy? What makes me happy? Okay. Well, first of all, I have two older brothers. Uh, one is 22 and he's about to graduate from Chico State. Hell yeah. Hey, and shout then, out and to then Han's older brother. I have my other older brother. He's one year older than me. He's 19. And he goes to CRC with me. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, do you guys go to school together? Like carpool? No. Oh. We, we take different... He's a business major. Mm. So oh. we, we have... It's different just like schedules. a different... Yeah. And he's one year ahead of me. So he has, I'm taking like most of the G... Like earlier intro classes. Mm. And he's oh. already taken all those. Oh, well, still, shout out to both of Han's older brothers. And then um, pets. Hopefully they listen to this podcast so they can hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll let them know. Um pets oh that's hard i have lots of pets really? lot of, yeah i have a lot of dogs nice like Do they just really? kind of just came out of nowhere yeah that's it's like they just kind of showed up there's a lot in this neighborhood yeah they all probably come from here <laughs> i'm not kidding <laughs> it was like one day we had two the next there was four and then now there's like six <laughs> that's cool that's yeah tight. and then we have a cat grumpy shout out to grumpy mm, dude shout best. out grumpy hopefully he listens to this podcast too <laughs> he would probably love it. He'd be sleeping in a. We just got him a, like a new little cat bed, and all day, every day, he just lays in there. And if you just played that podcast, man, he'd live in his best life. If I could like come back to this life as an animal, it'd be a cat, huh? I'd be a cat. I would so be Yo, a cat. So me and my girlfriend, we went to a pet co out in Lodi, and 
they they I didn't know that they actually always have like cats for display for mm-hmm. um, for adoption. Mm-hmm. And I thought they just had like certain dates where they're like, hey, everybody come out here. There's a bunch of cats for adoption, but they have like this uh, room with cats just chilling in like little cubicles. Mm-hmm. And each one of them has like a little bed and like a little thing to play with and stuff. And we're walking by and I see a little cat and I don't know why, but this cat specifically like really appealed to me. Uh, I, I forgot what his name was. Um, but I walked over there and I was like, dude, yeah, this cat is super sick. Like, look at him. All the other ones were just kind of just laying there and like doing nothing. And this one was like really playing with its, with its toy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it would come over to like the window and just like stare at me and, when I would walk one way, it would follow me. And I was like, dude, this cat is so sick. <laughs> and my girlfriend comes over to me and she says, I could totally see you having a cat. And I wasn't sure how that made me feel. Mm. Why? Why? I don't know. Like, what does that mean? Is that good or bad? Is <laughs> I don't know what know, that means. Why would it be bad? I think, yeah, I think I don't it's know. good. Why would it be good, though? Well, I don't know I, what it means. A lot of people are like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it means. You're a cat guy? <laughs> it means you're a cat guy. Like, you I don't know, actually. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it means. Wait, now when I think about it. She was literally just like, I can see you owning a cat. And I was like, Z- I feel like you're really <laughs> overthinking this. Because uh, most people, like, when they think of cats, they think of, like, a crazy cat person. I, I mean, was you like, are crazy. <laughs> on the highest of keys. I mean, let's not front. I mean, I feel like I could have a lot of, like, definitions. Because, like, some people say, like, I can see you as a cat person because you're, like, super chill. And, like, cats are usually, like kind of lazy and just like lay around and nap everywhere i am lazy and nap around everywhere but like i i don't believe just i was gonna say you're the complete opposite like you're a hard like you can't worker. stay still just on the go 24 7 you're always doing something no matter what time of day or night <laughs> something there's gotta be something uh yeah but i didn't know how that made me feel and i mean i said thanks at the moment <laughs> in the moment i didn't i don't know oh the the I remember what the cat's name is because I texted my friend. So my friend, I gave him the nickname Chives. I'm not gonna give his real name. Mm-hmm. But shout out to the homie Chives. Is he if he's listening, he knows who he is. And if anybody knows me and has been around him, they know who he is. So shout out to the homie Chives. <laughs> the cat's name was Chives. And I texted him. I was like, dude, I just ran into a cat and his name was Chives. <laughs> And I feel like this cat was like meant to be in my life. And I wish I could have adopted it. Why didn't you? I want I, I want a cat so bad. I do too. I just don't think, I mean, I kind of have to be selfish because I don't think I have the time to properly take care of an animal mm. right now. And if I had a pet, I would want to have time to be able to spend with it, spend time with it, walk it, feed it, bathe it, um, play with it and but i don't have that time so mm-hmm. i kind of have to be selfish and not adopt it yeah well that wouldn't really be that's not really selfish it's more like selfless because you're thinking of the cat not really yourself because you know that you wouldn't be able to give it enough time in the day to like properly take care of it so you're thinking about the cat i mean in a way it's selfish too because he's like Cause i don't kind of i won't make time for yeah. it Oh, Basically. like, you know, like, so you're not going to put him first. I know. I know I'm not going to put in the time because, I mean, I have other things going on. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, of course, later in life, I would love to have a cat. That would be super dope. Uh, still don't know how I feel about what my girlfriend said, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how do you guys feel about music therapy? It's life. 
Like what about you, hands? Just like, I mean, like in a hospital setting, just like in a in a everyday life type of thing. I feel like it could, like, be impactful in like ways that like medicine and stuff can't. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, what, or like in a different way of that. You know what I mean? Like, I think. Mm, I mean. I used to not be like the biggest music person, mm-hmm. which is like when I tell people, they're like, how? And it was just because I couldn't find the right music mm-hmm. and I never like took time out of my day to like find new songs. And I just recently like kind of got into like, like listening like to not like pop music yeah. or like, you know, stuff like that, like the stuff on the radio. Like I actually like found like music that I liked that I really listened to. And it's just like, you like kind of just go in like your own space. Like you're just, you're somewhere else when you're like, listening to the music and you just kind of focus on that and i feel Mm. like with like in a hospital setting like you could be going through so much and you can be feeling so much pain but like if you're just listening to the songs of like something else and you can kind of just like disappear from it and like kind of just imagine yourself not how you are then you know what i mean like it just takes you away into a different place and like kind of makes you forget you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like all the crap you're going through Mm -hmm. i feel that 100 percent I feel like, because I, I just recently started playing the guitar, I'm not good at it, but when I do play it, it just makes me forget about anything bad that's going on. Like, I'm just in this, like, really cool creative space, Hold and on, bro. nothing Sorry, else matters. Is... Never mind. What? Never mind. What? Continue. What? I thought somebody was knocking on the door. Oh. <laughs> I was like, do you see a ghost? <laughs> I know. I was, I was looking at the door, like, did you just see it open and close real quick? Like, I was flipping out, bro. I'm like, don't play with me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I you know, don't I'm going to take my sweater off and tie it up in this joint. Yeah, but anyways, like I was saying, um, not even just like playing music because I haven't been playing the guitar for a very long time, but like listening to music, I just feel like it's it's a very nice way to escape reality, like you said. Yeah. And to just, um, in a way, just kind of ground yourself because like, you know, sometimes an artist could be saying something that you're feeling um, and that could make you feel like you're not alone. Yeah. And then again, people, uh, people can make music that make you think less. And so it, it makes you like, just want to like have fun and have a good time and, and be carefree. And in that sense, you forget about all of your problem problems in the moment. Yeah. No, I completely. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Damn. That was the a week. Mood. 2.5. This is literally what we were talking about before we got on the show when I was talking to you about Kid Cudi. Oh, yeah. Like you. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it just kind of. Dude, Kid Cudi saved a lot of people's lives. You talk about him so much, bro. <laughs> Man. I know I feel kind of bad like I think I'm like because I don't really know much of his music mm-hmm. so like Man on the Moon 1 Man on the Moon 2 uh, also his wizard project dude <sighs> I feel like also like for me listening to some of the songs like listening to different artists and stuff like that made me realize that maybe I was feeling like it, it made me like realize that I was feeling that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, oh, because I'm the kind of person that like kind of relates to music. Well, like relates, to, yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm also the kind of person that's like, I like, pu- like I push things away, like you know, like I yeah. just, I don't, I don't yeah. like think about it. Like I, mm-hmm. I all like shut it in a little area. Yeah, no, I get you 100. percent Yeah, and then like sometimes that's like not I'll, healthy. I'll listen to a song and I'll be like, damn, like. Uh-huh that's exactly what I'm feeling. And like, I couldn't put it into words. It brings it out. And somehow like some way they just literally said lyrics Mm -hmm. that are exactly what I'm feeling. You know, that's crazy because that was me when I first heard swimming by Mac Miller. Mm -hmm. I was like, he's saying exactly what I'm feeling for real. 
Rest in peace, Mac. But I don't know. When I heard that album for the first time, I was on my first flight ever to San Diego to visit my aunt and uncle. And man, everything that he was saying just like touched me. I'm like, bro, like it's like he knows what I'm going through. Exactly. It's like they just, it's like it feels like they they wrote that song for you. Mm -hmm. You know? I think they did. They wrote that song for everybody that's going through that shit. That's going through that shit. And it's like, also, sorry if you guys hear like a pound sound. I talk with my hands, so I keep hitting the microphone. Oh, she just gave up her secret. She's got hands. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to edit that out. Don't worry. I'll I'll edit it out. I'll edit it out. I'll take that out. (laughs) People are like, what the fuck, hands? Oh, man, I'm getting off this podcast. (laughs) Click out of it. Nah, yeah, it's a. It's crazy, dude. Because I was telling, I was like, I was telling uh, hands before the podcast. Uh, Kid Cudi had a huge impact on my life, as as well as Mac Miller. Like, Kid Cudi was more in my middle school. Mac Miller was more towards the beginning of my high school, and they both had a huge effect because they were playing a lot of music that <coughs> was really defining how a lot of us were going through, mm-hmm. and a lot of us unconsciously knew that we were going through the same thing but we didn't know that we were going through the same thing shout out to boogie by the way oh boogie's dope yeah uh but music is mad important dude it's crazy yeah how do do you how do you listen to an album when when an album first comes out how do you listen to it it depends um it really depends if i really respect the artist i'm gonna listen to the album from front to back no interruptions if I don't really care about the artist, <laughs> I'll just kind of like listen to it here and there. But if it's like an artist I admire, um, I listen to it the first time, enjoy it for what it is. Most of the time, if it's a great album, I'm like, I have to listen to it again. Yeah. You know? Because like Same. there's so many hidden messages and just like the way the artists put their words and, and their songs and their, sometimes their albums together is just so cohesive that like there's just so many underlying messages and meanings that you can't uh digest all of those in one listen and so at first i'm just kind of getting a feel for it i'm just enjoying the album and then like after that i kind of like apply it to my life if i haven't already um and then like sometimes i think critically of it i'm like is this really a good album or do i just really love the artist and yeah that's kind of like my process of listening to an album so every album i listen to i listen to it a lot of times Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of times where there will be a song and at first I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know about all that. Mm-hmm. So I have to listen to it and listen and listen to it. And I mean, I'm pretty sure like songs have grown on you. For and, sure. And so that's why I listen to a lot of albums a lot of times. <clears throat> and I listen to it from front to back regardless, regardless of regardless? the <laughs> artist. Regardless of the artist. Uh-huh. Uh, I listen to it front to back just because I feel music deserves that kind of respect as a whole, uh, which is why I listen to to almost all kinds of music. Um, but if I had one wish, it would be if for... I had one wish. That's a good song too. Uh, it would be for everybody to be able to listen so you know how like in movies when somebody's walking down the street, there's music playing in the background mm-hmm. of the of the of the scene or whatever. Mm-hmm. I wish that was a real thing. <laughs> like I wish I could be walking down the street and there's music in the background playing, and mm-hmm. everybody walking by can hear that music. That'd be cool. And because 
not to sound like I'm on a like a high horse or anything, but I I feel like I have good taste in music. And there's a lot of like positive music that I listen to that makes me feel good about myself and about life and like makes me appreciate everything. And sometimes I feel people need to listen to that music and they don't because they're not in that right mind space to listen to it. So they decide to listen to other music that makes them feel sad or that makes them feel how you said, like how a song relates to you. They like to listen to music that relates to them. And at that time and moment, they're not relating to a positive song because they they don't want to. And so a lot of times I wish that people could listen to the same music that I was listening to so that they could be put in a better mood or feel a lot more positive mm-hmm. about things. Uh, yeah, dude, it's crazy. Blows my mind. Music is... It's weird because like you're so open about like your music taste and everything like that. And I feel like I'm so insecure of my music taste. Like whenever people are like, oh, like, can you play like Ox or whatever? And I'm like, no, no, I can't. Like, I'm not. I'm always on Ox. Because I'm, I'm so I'm scared. Hog. People are going to listen to my music and they're going to be like, what the, f- like, what are you listening to? Like, this crap sucks. And then I'm going to be like, well, maybe like this is stuff I listen to. Like, I remember one time I was driving my friend. And I was like playing, I have a, like a playlist like that's literally called like chill. So it's mm-hmm. like chill music and it's just like music I like to play when it's just like, I just want to listen to the lyrics and like drive, you know? And I was playing it and like we're, we're driving and he just turns his head toward me and he's like, holy, are you sad? <laughs> <laughs> and what is wrong with you? No, literally he's like, are you okay? Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I'm fine. He's like dude this song's sad and i'm like <laughs> i know but like just listen to it like mm. the words like the, the heartbreak like the way like i'm not sad it's just the way that he's talking about his feeling and they're like are you sure like do you need to talk and i'm like no i promise like i'm okay it's just like his voice plus like the lyrics like I don't know, just something about it. like it just makes me like I just focus it, and then they're like, and then I got like really insecure, and I just like changed it to like. Well, music is subjective. Yeah. Even though my music taste is the best. <laughs> High key. <laughs> you put me on. To it's a lot about of to be a battle TH. between Alex and Cielo's playlist. No, I don't no. think my music is the best, but I haven't had to, a complaint. To, I mean, thus to far. you it is. To me, it is. To yeah, you, for it sure. is. Uh, the same with me. To me, my music's the best. To you, your music is the best. Well, I don't think my music's the best. It is to but you. But hands. Take See, pride but you in think it's playlist. the best until you hear my music. <laughs> take, pr- you're like, wow. take pride in your playlist. You're like, damn, my playlist no, sucks. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I do listen to a lot of different music. So like, I'm always like in different moods, chill. Except country. Lit. Uh, but you please have. Admit bro, I play what country is, when what, I want to oh, sing. Pause. Okay, not gonna what lie. kind of moods does country music put you guys okay, in? Okay. I don't like country at all. because you've never that's listened because, to Zach Brown Band. Okay. <laughs> oh, Zach Brown Band? yes it's because like i listen to country like i don't know country love songs man holy shit have you ever listened to a good country (laughs) don't laugh at me he hasn't have you listened to a good country love song yeah yeah. like i don't know something about it you're just like damn man like why don't guys feel like that anymore (laughs) like shit like a lot of them do come like a lot of people i don't even 
A lot of people do. But the, they don't express it. The problem with that is everybody's Because it's not so, cool anymore. It's like, it's cool to yes. be like, hit you up on Snapchat and be like, oh, you're such a baddie. Like, da da da. Like, what happened to like actually having genuine conversations? You know what I mean? Like, everybody's or, so like, focused the, That's where so a, many people miss the mark, having yes. genuine conversations with people. Or they'll have a genuine conversation with you and then turn it around and be like, all right, wait. so like you want to send news? No, no, see, it's not genuine. <laughs> it's not genuine. If like, they have, wait, if they, they have ulterior you, motives, but they, they make yeah. you. It's not think. Gen- yes, exactly. They make, they make you think that they, it's genuine. They play with you and yeah. they make you think they're like, like you could be having a deep conversation, and then all of a sudden they're like, all right, so like you want to send news or what? <laughs> and I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like I oh thought we God. were vibing. Like, yeah. yeah. Where did that come from? And then so then you're like, uh, no, like I, like that no. And mm-hmm. then they're like. All right, and then never text or like oh my never, God. you know yeah, what I mean? Crazy. Like, no, I know what you mean. What was crazy shit. is like uh, <laughs> it's funny having um, like a female perspective. Yes, of that like well, it's not no, no, funny. no 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 no. What? It's funny and cool. No, but it's also funny because like it just shows how much of an asshole a guy can be. Yeah, yeah honestly, 100%. and it's like, dude, what it's... the? And yes, it's cool because like you know, as guys, we can only think so much and and have so many different perspectives, but like we can't really think like a girl but yeah this is, but this is but both, and i but can't is, really think like a guy this is both and it's not sides, just though. about girls too yeah, like girls do it to guys too no i know yeah yeah all people sometimes are trash girls just you know they just want to have fun time yeah. so they're like they like mess with like sometimes there's genuine dudes and that's mm-hmm. how genuine dudes exactly become assholes yeah. is because girls play with them too so they're like it's girls vice, this is all that versa. this is all that girls want so like this is what i'm gonna give to girls yeah and it's like, no, you just got a, like, a bad apple. Like, you just got some girl that's like, whatever. Like, no, that's not what everyone wants. But they think that's what everyone exactly. wants. Yeah, it's so a... it's like, it goes both ways. Like, <laughs> it's just a never-ending cycle, mm-hmm. you know? It's vice versa. Because um, I've been cheated on before. Mm-hmm. And I've been fucked over plenty of times. Not to say that I'm perfect because I've also done things that I'm not proud of. Um, yeah. But a lot of it comes with people not taking accountability for their actions. That's a big one. A lot of a lot of the times people are so quick to point the finger at, oh, you were you were such a bitch to me. That's why I did what I did. And it's like that doesn't justify what you did. Yeah. It's like, why can't you and just take responsibility? Yeah. For like, why did? can't you just admit that you fucked up? Yeah. And a lot of people are so quick to like, oh, but I did it because of this. They they have to have a reason why they did something. And I'm very guilty of that. Uh no, yeah, same. I mean, it's something I'm working on though, but um but that's the thing. A lot of people don't take into realization that they're that they might be the problem. So they don't take accountability and they don't want to take accountability, so they continue doing that. And that's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. I'm I'm still guilty of it to this day. I'm I'm like really working on it. But it's really just people are assholes. There's a lot of people that are assholes and But it's like you with with this podcast, I'm really hoping that we can change that. Yeah. Um like I like I the, the whole when me and CeeLo first got together and started talking about the podcast and planning and stuff, uh what we were gonna talk about, our main thing was pushing positivity and pushing um, kind of just making people want to be nice again because I mean nowadays everybody's so focused on oh I have to be a savage I have to be 
I have to be a I have to be a player to so my friends can accept me. I have to be, I have to be a bad bitch. So I, that, yeah, like I have, and it's just I like, have to look like this. I have to talk like this. I have to act like this, yeah. or else like no one's gonna care. No to, one's gonna pay attention. I have you know? to dress in these designer clothes, buy these fancy cars. Yeah. Like no, you don't, bro. You don't I need to act nobody. this way. Like with when I yes. like see a girl I like, like I I gotta be like this or like vice or like a girl's like if she doesn't have a lot of guys and she's a a freaking like a what's the word like she what's a word what's a word uh, floozy like she's like a nun or like not oh, a nun but like she's like opposite. she doesn't do anything or like she's you know oh, a prude uh, yeah that's yeah what prude. Say, prude oh yeah like yeah. oh she doesn't have a lot of guys oh what a prude like nah like don't waste your time or like yeah. if oh my god wait, if it dude wait. Wait, wait, wait. okay because yeah speaking <laughs> of that oh my god you know it's hella funny how like uh you know especially guys are like so like have you, have you lost your virginity yet and you know guys are like you know 15 16 maybe like 18 whatever and like the 18 year old's like no and then the other guy's like why not but it's like what why because like, people think it's yeah people think it's cool to it's lose so your virginity exactly. at a young age. No, yeah but like if you lose your virginity to like the girl you got married to that's fucking cool yeah that's it's dope. you're willing that's hella cool or it's like and i mean i was kind of like i was always like i was like kind of the person like oh like it doesn't mean anything it doesn't matter but mm-hmm. like it does it does yeah. it really does or it or it's okay and if it doesn't to girls like it's there's you're there's nothing wrong with it having no meaning. There's yeah. nothing wrong with the having meaning. Yeah, it's, but it's like, honestly up to you to decide. It's not, yeah, exactly. And it's like... It's it's, it's your body, your choice. Yeah. Dude, do whatever you want with your body. And it's body. like, I think I like developed that mentality that like, oh, it doesn't mean anything. Like it's whatever. It's just, it's just sex or whatever. But then like, as I've gotten older, I've realized like, okay, like it kind of does. Mm, like yeah. to me, at least like, you know, like not to get like all... But like it, <laughs> it does. Like I don't want to just give it to whoever and then just yeah. turn around and be like, oh, whatever. Like no, like I, I want to trust the person. Mm-hmm. I want to like be able to know like they're not just going to turn around and leave. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Once they get what they want or whatever. Yeah. And, like, or vice versa. And, I mean, hopefully nobody knocks you for that because that's how you feel about it. I mean, everybody feels differently about their own uh, their own thing. So hopefully, I mean, because it sucks when. Like how you were saying, like, guys are like, oh, she's a prude. Like, don't even bother wasting your time with her. Like, it sucks that guys go in with the intention of wanting to have sex with a female before getting to know her. Yeah, it's like uh, how... Vice versa, though. That That's very vice versa as well. This whole, like, yeah, like, everything, this... This goes both ways. It goes for this whole it's conversation. Not, it's not just males. It's not just females. But it's it like goes a, both ways. Yeah, it goes both ways. And, like, I have... What was I going to say? <laughs> Um, keep going with yours and it'll, it'll come back but uh it people really just need to take accountability that's like the main thing and a lot of people don't uh, and, yeah like they need to admit to their shit and i like you said i have that problem too and that's actually like i'm not usually the kind of girl that's like oh new year's revolutions mm, like yeah. new year new me or whatever but like i don't know i just like looked at my past self and i was just like that's not who i want to be like i don't like how i was pretending to be someone that wasn't who i was mm, yeah and like i was blaming other people for these things like no like you gotta accept and take your shit like you fucked up you fucked up you tell that person i'm sorry i fucked up like i hope da 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 or something like that and you know like you just yeah. gotta admit or like take responsibility for what you did face the music yeah it's a shame <laughs> but like some people have way too much pride to be doing stuff like that uh, bro i'm guilty sometimes I mean, same. I'm still working on that. I mean, I'm forever a work in progress. Not everyone, but like a lot of people are, because it's a hard. It's hard. I think to admit you fucked up and you 
you did something it's it's hard it's like you don't want to admit that you failed you don't want to admit that you fucked up you know what i mean yeah um it's important though to know that it's important to admit that you failed and stuff because we have to it's okay to not be perfect like it, you don't have to not ever fuck up in your life everybody fucks up all the time um I fuck up a lot still to this day. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm really working on it. I'm like a hundred percent really working on that. Uh, and, but I want to be able to put that out on the podcast so that other people know it's okay to fuck up, dude. Like yeah. it's okay to fuck up. Just try to do better after you fuck up. Try to learn take, from it. Take accountability. Tell yourself if something, I mean, if something happens and it's not your fault, then don't be blaming yourself for that shit. But if something happens and it is your fault, and you know it's your fault. You just don't want to admit it. Take some time, ponder over it, and kind of just give up that pride that you have and let yourself know you're not perfect. Mm-hmm. Let yourself know that, yo, you so fucked up. It's how you learn. Like, this is the it's the most corny saying, but, like, you learn from your mistakes. You learn from... Yeah. That's not corny. That's not well, corny like, everyone thinks it's corny. I don't know. But you, you le- that's literally how... Like, how are you supposed to learn if you mm-hmm. don't fuck up, you know? Yeah. Um, up. That's why I like to lose... Cause you learn when you lose. It yeah. it took me a minute because I'm a competitive person. Yeah, oh, by nature. Same. <laughs> and like, and I'm not used to like having like intense pressure or whatever. But mm-hmm. like, um, little backstory. Uh, in basketball, I got high. Like, um, everyone always told me like I didn't do basketball freshman year, but my coach or like, PE teacher he was like, dude, like, why are you not on the bas? Like, why are you doing cheer? Like, why are you not on the basketball team? And I was just like, I'm not that good. Like, I. I don't know what you're seeing. Like, I'm not that good. Like, eighth grade year, like, I never played. Like, yeah. I was on the team, but I never, like, got time on the court, you know? And I was like, I don't know why you're pushing it so hard. And then, like, I joined the team or whatever. And then, like, junior and senior year, like, we were in between coaches. So, like, they were all, like, putting the pressure on. Because I became, um, I was captain. And they were, like, putting all the pressure on me and all, like, stuff. And it was, like, um, and we would, like, lose a game. Mm-hmm. And it would hurt me so much because i felt like it was my fault yeah that we lost because i was captain and i was point guard and like point i don't know if you guys know about like you know basketball yeah like, bas- i do too yeah yeah <laughs> sorry no it's okay we don't <laughs> but know like each you other. know like point guards like that they start the play like mm-hmm. they yeah. their first pass is like what starts a play and like sometimes like i'd be so in my head that I would like mess up that first play and then the whole thing would just break down. And then like we would lose the game or like the ball would just keep getting stolen over and over again. And there was some days like I would leave the locker room like crying because like I was like, because everyone was like putting all the pressure on me. And they're like, you're, you're the senior, you're a captain. Like you, you're the point guard, like you're the team, like, mm. which is not true. I'm not, I def 100% was not the team, but like, you know, like people were like telling me all this stuff and like, we would lose and it was so hard to lose because yeah. like I felt like I failed everybody. Mm-hmm. I felt the team. I felt my coach. I felt my mom. I felt my dad. I felt like everybody. And it was just like so hard to fail and mm-hmm. to learn from my mistakes. And then like I would feel bad. And then like the next like the next week I'd be like, why did I do that? Like, yeah. I feel like you just had you had way too much perceived pressure upon you. A lot of expectations. Yeah, and it's, I don't, which oh. is weird because, like, I never experienced, like I said, eighth grade year, like, pff, I was on, I was 
working mm-hmm. that bench. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I was, you need water, I got you. <laughs> you need a towel, there's sweat on the floor, I yeah. got you. Hey, that's important on the team though. <laughs> it is. It's exactly, it is. And I always tried to make sure like the girls knew that they'd always be like, oh, like Hannah's gonna be Hannah start. Like, why are you even da 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 da? And I was like, you don't go in with that mindset. You don't go that you're always gonna start because you're not always gonna start. Yeah. Like, you can't have that mindset. And I would tell them, I'm like, and I hope you know, like, I hear every one of you when I'm on the court and you guys are yelling my name. Like, I hear that. I don't hear anyone else. I don't hear the audience. I don't hear, I obviously hear my coach. But, like, I don't, like, listen to any, like, my parents and the whatever on the stands. Like, I listen to you guys. It's like, yeah, you guys on the court cheering me. Like, if I mess up and you guys are like, like, it's okay, Hannah. Like, keep working through it. Mm-hmm. Like, da, da, da. Like, I hear that. And that's what makes me snap out of my crap. And, mm-hmm. like. They're on the court with you. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. you're sitting there, but you're with me yeah um one thing that we all need to realize is that just because you lose i mean for example let's talk about your basketball uh but this applies to everything in life um just because you lose doesn't mean you suck sometimes it just means that the other person was better which isn't a bad thing it's not a bad thing i mean you never know there's always sometimes that person might have been putting in i mean you said you started your freshman year right or when did you start um, I didn't play freshman year cause I was like, Oh, I didn't want to. And then sophomore year, finally my PE teacher, but he was like the coach. He was like, just go to the tryouts. Like that, that was, that's yeah. Very and similar, so I started sophomore year. So, that's yeah. a very similar story to my girlfriend. And, and it's crazy because she was playing with girls there. She was playing with females that were, that have been playing like their whole life and she was just as good. And so it, I mean, if you lose, it doesn't mean that you suck or you failed at life it just means there's opportunities to get better. And a lot of us, I, I mean, the word loss and like how people say, like you take an L the word that, that like it has a lot of negative connotations behind it. And I mean, you really have to get into your head and change that for yourself in order to be able to learn from your losses. You have to be able to let yourself know that just because you lost does not mean that you suck. Just because you lost doesn't mean that you failed at life. It just sometimes it just means that the other person could have had a better day. Mm-hmm. The other person is probably just put in more work or has been putting in work longer than you. Uh, I mean, it, it literally just opens up opportunities for you to get better. Yeah. Because now that you lost, you're going to go back and work twice as hard because you know how it feels to lose and you don't want to do that again. Mm-hmm. Well, to expand on your point that people are so afraid to fail to the point where they just try to avoid failure but in that, you're failing because you're not pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. And so when you true. do fail, like you learn so much. And and I just I've learned the most from when I failed. Like when I felt accomplished, or when I felt good, or when I felt prideful, I, I I felt good in the moment from accomplishing something. But I learned way more, and I felt way better when I made a mistake or I made a bad decision, and I learned from it, and I improved uh, as a person because of that. And so I feel like yeah, failing is underrated. Um, Obviously, you should you should take risks, calculated risks in your life that um, potentially make you a better person, stronger, uh, even just physically or, or mentally. I feel like you should always be pushing yourself um, and risking failure because you never know what could happen on the other side of failure. Like you could find a new idea, you could find a new mentality, or you could just find like a new spark that could just keep you going forward. And I feel like that's why it's very important to embrace failure and not to avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Like 100%. One thing, uh, 
one of my friends, I'm not going to say his name, but one of my friends, um, we used to go to the gym together and I would tell him, yo, how, how much are you going to run on the treadmill today? And he, he was like, oh, I'm going to run a mile. What do you mean you're going to run a mile, bro? Like in the time that you're going to run a mile, I'm going to be at three miles. I was like, why don't you aim for two miles? And mm-hmm. he was, oh, I can't do that. But the reason why people set, so a lot of people, what I've noticed is people set goals to where they know they're going to reach it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are really afraid of not reaching their goals. And I have high, I, I have super high expectations for myself. So I set a super high goal that I'm not sure that I can reach. And I end up reaching it because I push myself because I'm so competitive. I hate not being able to do it that I push myself even harder and I end up reaching it. And But there's a lot of people where they're like, oh, I can only run a mile. I'm only going to shoot for a mile. It's like, well, why don't you shoot for a mile and a half? If you have to walk, walk. If you have to jog, jog. Like you don't have to hit. Aim for it. And if you miss, that's all right. Mm-hmm. But people are so afraid of missing that they don't even want to take the shot. And that's mad underrated, bro. Like don't be afraid to set a goal or something that's that's out of reach. Like a lot of things... Um, like it, it's kind of like a saying or something like that it's like the people who change the world are the ones that uh are crazy the, enough to them, think that they could change yeah it. Them, that are the the people that really change the world are those that think that that are crazy enough to think that they actually can do it mm-hmm. and those are the people that really change the world those who are afraid because because if you set out to to change the world and that's a pretty big goal to like really change the world and stuff or like change your community or something that's a big goal and if you set that goal and you don't reach it, obviously you're going to be bummed out that you didn't reach it. But for somebody that doesn't set that goal, they're not even going to try. But yeah, I, I mean, don't be afraid to to fail 100%, dude. Yeah, like if you're starting something new in your life, you're like, I don't know how to start. Just start. I'm, like really. Bro, There's no perfect with, way to start. Honestly, it. with this podcast, that was really it. Yeah. I mean, we had no idea what we were getting into. I mean, all I knew was that I wanted to start a podcast and I wanted to have important conversations. That was the main goal. And me and CeeLo linked up and we started doing a lot of research on the equipment to buy. We started listening to a bunch of different, uh, a bunch of different podcasts. That was funny. (laughs) (laughs) I had to just, I don't know, but it's something, but we started listening to a bunch of different podcasts, got a bunch of, of, inspirations from different podcasts and so we kind of put it together and we created our own podcast and then uh we also recently did some research on platforms and stuff like that and um how to get distributed and all that so there was a lot of stuff that we had no idea about that now i do but i mean me and Celo weren't afraid to do it i mean we just did it and there's some people out there that are afraid to do things like this there's mm-hmm. there's people that are afraid to do something because they're afraid what people might say there that's are people, a big one judgment people are too afraid of judgment yeah i mean me i feel and, like that's one of like the biggest things yeah me and CeeLo really came into this podcast and i i kid you not we had conversations where we were just like honestly bro even if we just had one listener that would be super dope because literally one person is listening to us we agreed on that i'm and, like bro i'd be so happy with just that simple fact that yeah. one person is listening to us and loves our show yeah like that would have been that would have <laughs> been super dope more important than that, I was more so surprised that people actually reached out to me via DMs on Instagram uh, and Twitter. 100%. And people even texted me saying like, yo, I love this podcast. You guys are doing great. I'm so excited for the future. I'm like, what? Like, Dude, you guys like this? <laughs> a lot of people are, are saying, when's the next episode mm-hmm. come out? 
every Wednesday, 8 a.m. Are you going to announce when you're you're releasing your next episode? Yes, of course. Like, mm-hmm. there's people really asking these questions. I'm like, bro, you guys are really yeah. like, looking forward to the next episode. That's super dope. <laughs> no, for sure. Uh, I mean, I am. <laughs> like, it's. I mean, I'm I'm happy just to be sitting here. To be honest, like, we're happy to have you sitting here. It's, I don't know, dude. It's it's mind blowing. Like, mm-hmm. and if you're listening to this podcast and you're one of the listeners or whatever, don't be afraid to reach out to me and CeeLo and give us your feedback or whatever. Uh, either comments, DMs, emails, whatever. Don't be afraid to hit us up. Let us know what you think about the show or whatever. Hands. Hmm. Before we end this podcast, I want to ask you one, well, maybe more than one question, but one <laughs> very important question that I don't want to forget to ask. All right. This is a very, I don't know you, so like, this it's is a okay. very weird question, but what would you, if you could, name this chapter of your life, what would you title it? Hmm. I feel like, with this chapter in my life I am right now, it's kind of like, I would say finding myself Mm -hmm. because like right now I'm in my first year of college. Like I'm deciding like who I want to be and what I want to be for the future. And like, I feel like I have like in just this, even just like last semester, like I will not, cause I'm one of those people like judgment. Judgment's Mm -hmm. a big thing for me. And like, I'm, I'm trying to work on it, but, like, I care what people think about me. Like, Mm -hmm. I have always cared what people thought about me. Like, it's just one of those things that I've always struggled with. And, like, when I told people, like, I wanted to do early childhood development, like, hearing your guys' reactions was, like, kind of a surprise. Because usually when I tell people, it's like, really? You want to work with kids? (laughs) You want puke and throw up on you? And I'm like, you do realize there's more to teaching than like especially even younger kids then throw up and spit up and like mm-hmm. like you don't realize like when you're like I learned this in my class and it's one of the biggest things that I like learned was like when a kid is seven or eight years old that's when the most transformation happens and it's like and I because teachers did that for me and I want to do that for them like mm-hmm. I want to help them become the best person that they can be so like when people would like when I would tell them like oh yeah like I want to be in, in we call it ECE. Like I want to be an ECE major. They're like, why? Like what? Like da da da. And like that made me doubt myself so much. And like when I had to choose my classes for my next semester, like I don't even know how to like, I would sit in my room for hours and like plan, like, is this really what I want to do? Like I doubted myself and I almost, I was so close to doing business Mm -hmm. because everyone did business. So I was like, business is the the go-to. Like, I think my brothers were doing it. People around me, no one I knew was doing ECE. Like no one really quick though. Were you doubting yourself because you were actually doubting yourself or because of what people were saying? Because of what people were saying. I, I think I, I have always known I wanted to do teaching, whether that was for elementary kids or like just, just teaching just, in general. Just, yeah, just young people. But the fact that like people would tell me like, is that really what you want to do for the rest of your life? Like Aside hearing from- that, like, I don't know. There's no, like just hearing that all the time made me doubt myself. Mm-hmm. And it made me choose a major that I didn't want to do business. What I knew right away I didn't want to do business. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's kind of no offense to anyone who's doing business. No, I, you didn't want to do business. But to me, like I knew, like immediately, like the f- I knew business was the major I did not want to do. Yeah. Yet here I am sitting in my room, picking my switching out my classes, trying to figure out my schedule mm-hmm. so I can still 
like um, graduate in two years, but like with the business made, like I would change all my class. Like I'm sitting in my room literally with my laptop. I had my classes for EC already and I had switched them out and I put business and I was about to press like enroll and I was going to do it. And then I like asked myself and I was like, is this really what I want to do? And then I was like, I can't answer that question myself. So I like went to my dad and like, it was the first time, like me and my dad don't have a, like a really close relationship. And like, I asked my dad, I told him, I was like, Hey dad, like I'm kind of thinking of doing business. And he just looked at me and he was like, why? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, why do you want to do business? Like you've never once said that's something you're interested in. Where did that even come from? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I just don't think I want to do EC anymore. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, and he was like, well, there you can't even answer why. Like he's, and I don't know, like we just had a big talk that night and then he like made me realize like I was trying to take the easy way into like school because everyone was doing it. And like, I, I knew people and I was like, you're just taking the easy way. Like, why aren't you doing what you really want to do? And I was like, shit i was like <laughs> damn like my dad's calling me out like he never like really like like i said we don't really have like a close relationship like that and i was like the fact that like my dad's he even can see like that's not something i wanted to do then i like decided to switch and even today i still doubt myself i'm like is this what i would and it's gonna be in the back of my head but i know like that's truly what i want to do but people's opinions and people's reactions and stuff like that like they stick mm-hmm. so yeah. like you know it's always gonna be in the back of my head but And not even, and besides school, like just myself, like I feel like I've learned a lot about myself these past couple of months since I graduated high school. And I didn't think I would. I was like, I'm not going to be a different person. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm already know who I am. Yeah, you definitely change after high school for sure. And I didn't believe that. I was like, there's no way. But like, I learned new things about myself. Uh Like, um, just because like all my friends. excited (laughs) like all of my friends are like going to all these universities and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and i'm here like i'm still in galt like i'm i'm going to community college and like by the way there's no shame in going to community college and but to add to what you said earlier too if you don't graduate in two years that's cool it's fine don't worry about it Don't, don't beat yourself up over it i know people that have taken longer than two years and it's not a big deal yeah, as I, long I know as you that do now. What you like, want to do, and you're happy with what you're doing, because I mean, I, I think we've talked about this before. I mean, everybody go, everybody runs their race. It's their own at their time, own pace. Own, yeah, own pace, own time. Um, but the, that's why I was saying like I learned so much about myself because like when I was graduating high school, that was my mentality. Yeah, you're going to a community college when your friends are going all to universities like Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. Chico State long beach like i was in your same position yeah all my friends are like leaving and like i felt like they were doing a new chapter in their life and Mm -hmm. i was just stuck in the mud like in the same spot i wasn't gonna grow i wasn't gonna be different and like but i feel like in a way that allowed me to really realize like stuff about myself like um you know what i think it was so because the same thing happened to me when i was in high school uh when i was in high school a lot of my friends went to a continuation school. And so I was left kind of by myself at my high school. And that's when I went through my biggest change because I didn't have my friends around me to, to influence my decisions mm-hmm. or to influence the music that I listened to, how your friends influence yours. I didn't have my friends around me to influence me. So I started making decisions on my own. If I wanted to listen to Taylor Swift for four hours, I would listen to Taylor Swift for four hours. If I wanted to listen to like gangster rap, I would listen to gangster rap for four hours. Mm-hmm. 
If I wanted to listen to the same song over and over and over and over and over, I would do it and nobody was there to tell me, dude, change this song. We've already heard it twice. We've already heard it three times. And I think, I mean, as as much as it sucks to be away from your friends, I think it's good for people to be away from their friends for a little bit because then you start to realize I only do things because my friends are mm-hmm. around. I only say things because my friends are around. I only think things because my friends are around. And I I believe that the, in this chapter of your life, you're going through a lot of change and you're realizing a lot of things because your friends aren't really around all the time to influence you. Not that they're bad influences. Yeah, no, it's it, but it's a, it's a different influence. Yeah, like it's not, not like, good or bad. It's just an influence that drives me away from what I. Yeah, and and this goes to back to when you said that I was really open about my music choice. Uh, it actually came from that because like I said, I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I love Taylor Swift, like from 1989 and before. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of like artists that I listen to that a lot of my friends are like, why, why do you listen to her, bro? Like she's a good singer. Yeah. Like, she has a beautiful voice. Like Facts. I love, I love a beautiful voice and I love listening to beautiful music. And so me, so me going through that period of my time, I learned to kind of not care what people thought about stuff. Like I literally have Taylor Swift vinyl records behind me (laughs) and, but that goes with everything. I mean, I like my music regardless of what anybody else says, because that's my music. It makes me feel a certain way. And if it doesn't make you feel that way, then I either feel bad for you because you can't interpret music the same way I can, or Hey, it's up. I mean, that's, that's your, I mean, we have different t- tastes in music, so that's mm-hmm. for sure. Because I do not like Taylor Swift. A lot of people, <gasps> however, a lot of people don't. <laughs> what do you, how can you hate T Swift? I don't hate her. Don't. I just I don't yeah, yeah, feel yeah. anything towards her. I just don't like her music. But um, to what you were saying earlier, uh, two things actually. Uh, first thing is I'm proud of you for um not doing uh something in your life because you thought that that's what you should have been yes. doing because that's what other people told you you should have been doing. Um. Also, secondly, like, yeah, it's, I know this is hard to do, but you shouldn't care about what other people think about you. I mean, like that could be your friends, family, strangers. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to put your happiness first because nothing is more important than that. And if your friends are really your friends and your family is really your family, I guarantee you a hundred percent, they will support you. And they, they do like, cause like when I got into high school, I was not with like, and not that I mean it was bad. It was not the crowd that I wanted to be in. Like I would sit there at lunch and I would hang out with them, and they would be just like making fun of these kids. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, why? Am-? And sometimes I would like stand up for them and be like, why are you saying that? Like they literally did nothing. They'd be like, oh, you, you know, like they would make fun of me next, yeah. and then that you know that makes you kind of be quiet and you makes you like not want to say anything. But I was just sitting there and I was like, I would sit there and I would not have fun all of lunch. And I'd just be thinking to myself, like, why am I hanging out with these people that are not only making fun of other people, but they're making fun of me and I'm supposed to be their friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, then I had like this big fallout and like a fight with them, like with my quotations, best friend, but we weren't really best friends. Um, But like, you know, and then sophomore year, I didn't really have friends. Like I was just kind of like flown by. Cause like, I was like, that's not the crowd I want to be with, but like, who do I want to hang out with? Like, I was just kind of like, I would hang out with some people like this, like Tuesdays, I would hang out with this, like these people. And then like, you know, Wednesday, I'd, I would sit kind of by myself, like just mm-hmm. kind of chilling, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
or like, and then like other days, like I didn't really have a friend group. And then by the end of sophomore year is when I started to meet Richard and Marco, like yeah. my, they're my like close friends and Maddie, Maddie, my best friend. Dude, they're all great people. I met him for, <laughs> I met him for, well, I, we work with Marco and, but everybody else, I met him like for like five, five seconds. Yeah. When they came. And just from that, I, they're good. They're great people. It was like, <laughs> I met them and I was just like, wow, is this what it's really like? Like, is this what a real friendship's supposed to be? Like I met like these people that I felt like it could be myself with, like, and we're all goofy, weird nerds or whatever. Like that's, we're just, and I was like, it's okay to like be yourself around people. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? And with them and it was like, it was like, and it, not an epiphany or yeah. Like it was just, I was just kind of like so shocked. And so like my friends, they let me be who I am with them. And they like, they tell me my best friend, Maddie, she mm. tells me, she's like, why do you like, hide yourself why do you doubt yourself why do you keep telling you're not worth it why are you not like you're not worth it like when i'm trying to do something like why are you telling yourself like that you don't deserve this award or why don't you think you deserve this compliment like why are you no like you do like stop being stupid like you do but it's just like it's so hard to be able to accept that because i just have people's like judgment and i'm working See, on it like it's it's, it's hard it's people, like like you weren't oh shit my phone fell. you weren't <laughs> you weren't born into this world doubting yourself like people put those thoughts in your, in head. your head so that's not those aren't your thoughts those are other people's thoughts and i feel like once you like really like remind yourself of that it's like a little bit easier to uh be more confident and comfortable in your own skin and and what you do honestly I mean, that's what has helped me on a personal level you know, it's crazy. I feel the exact same way that you do. But the only difference is, is mine doesn't come from other people. Mine comes from myself. No, it is other people. No, it comes from myself. Other people planted those ideas in your head. No, other people are great to me, dude. I have the most amazing people around me. But when I'm you were not... younger. Yeah, true. That's but, what I'm saying. But I'm talking about now. Well, now you may you may now, be feeding into now, those I, thoughts I, I and ideas. You keep them going. I was going to say, they, like, no matter, like, even right now, if you have, like, the best of people around you you still the thoughts stuck in your head are always going to not always but usually are the ones that when you were around people who mm. weren't great and supported you honestly no it wasn't other people it was me bro no i 100 100 it was me i mean like i can i understand that because like on the first episode when i talk about how i used to be a piece of shit at that time nobody was really telling me that i was stupid or whatever like I came to realize what I was and I started telling myself all these things like I don't deserve the people that I have in my life and all this and all that. And now, like I was saying, those those doubts, those thoughts don't come from other people. They come from myself because I have you guys in my life. I have you, CeeLo. I have hands. Everybody that I work with, like all you guys are incredible. A bunch of my friends, you're all incredible people. And honestly, sometimes you guys are too nice to me. Shut the hell up. Yeah, hey, uh, shut up. <laughs> a, lot of time, a lot of times you guys are too There's nice There's no me, way. And I'm the one feeding myself those thoughts like, no, nah, they have to be No, no, I'm saying somewhere. like, I'm not saying like now, like today, I just mean like, like in, like when you were younger, like initially, like you didn't come into this world with doubts in your head. People put doubts in your head. I'm not like, like today, <laughs> like, yeah, the, the negative thoughts you have, those are you for sure. Like you're feeding into but those doubts. They're grown from other people. Yeah, but well, they're, they're planted from other people. Yeah, yeah. On a side note, I meant to say this earlier. Uh, it was early child development, you said, right? Uh-huh. 
So that, I mean, all everybody who told you what they told you, that's their opinions. I'm going to give you my opinion now. I think don't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm a Virgo. So I think. Oh, wait, what, no, the cancers are emotional. Just kidding. I was like, I'm a cancer right here. <laughs> yeah. What's up? Shout out, um, cancers. Oh, shout out to the cancers. Cancers are emotional. It's usually uh, Virgos are more. What you're doing is incredibly important because aside from the fact that you're dealing with children who are throwing up or pooping or whatever, <laughs> whatever was said, you're helping to guide these kids and. From what I know you, you're an incredible person. And if they have someone like that around them, guiding them and making the right decisions, because, I mean, you're not a bad kid. You're a good kid, 100% since the, since I first met you. And you've always had a personality that stands out as well. And if something like that is around children at a young age, they will absorb that and it'll give them the confidence to be their dorky, quirky self or whatever. <laughs> Because kids need leaders. Because kids think that adults are perfect. And then you become an adult and you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Like, why did I ever think that adults had everything figured out? Like, we don't. And I think it's important what you're doing or going into early child development because, I mean, it's I mean, it says it in the title. You're helping develop children at an early age. And. I know you have good intentions. I know you have a good head on your shoulders on your shoulders. So with you being one of the ones helping develop these children, I know that these kids under you are going to grow up to be good people. And that's mad important because a lot of children don't have good role models. They don't have good people to look up to. And I was going to mention names right now, like celebrities, but I'm not going to (laughs) because there's some people that really take their celebrities serious. Uh, But there's a lot of celebrities that have such a big platform and they don't use it in a positive way. Yeah. And it bums me out because, dude, there's literally millions of celebrities. And if they really all teamed up together, they can honestly make this world so much better but they don't. And that like pisses me off because then you got, then you got young kids who thinking, who think being a rapper is getting tattoos all over your face and having not to, not to knock them. I mean, that's a, that's a way of expression, but you have kids wanting to do this because of somebody else. Mm -hmm. You're influencing, you're influencing these things on these kids. Maybe they don't express themselves in that way. And you're kind of telling them how to express themselves, but they look up to a lot of these celebrities and, some a lot of times they're not good role models yeah and i mean like um like talking like how you were saying like about rappers and stuff like that and it's like the same thing for girls like there's you're by looking at celebrities you're expected big butt like you you know perfect skin like nice the hourglass hair (laughs) like yeah like stuff like that and it's like dude no like you're born with your body and it's not everybody's gonna be like that image not you everybody know wants I mean? plastic surgery yeah not yeah. everyone wants some big ass <laughs> lip like i yeah. mean if you have them like woo. not to knock but you. like not everybody not wants everyone's, them but yeah and then you make people with like small lips feel like shit because mm-hmm. you're like oh you don't have big lips well that fucking sucks like yeah what's her name does so like you know <laughs> or like if you don't have a big butt then you then you have girls like looking at themselves in the mirror and they're like damn like i wish my mm-hmm. wish i was a little bit thicker you know what i mean or like in other ways or Cee-lo. Thick with two C's. Yeah, I'm trying to get thick. <laughs> hey, I heard that <laughs> the first podcast. I was like, damn, me too, me too. <laughs> uh, 
but I ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> but I think I really think that early child development is, is extremely important, and I think that more people who are passionate about are passionate about it go into it the way that you're going about it because there's probably been other people in your exact position that they wanted to do it and all everybody was telling them, nah, maybe not. And so they, so they've missed out on an opportunity to help guide children to become better. And I don't know what you're doing is important. I a hundred percent believe that it's a great, uh, pathway. It's like, a great yeah, pathway, yeah. career, whatever. It's a great thing to go, to go towards. Um, thank you. I, I really like 100%. honest to God, like, that means so much to me. Like, it really is important. So, I mean, hopefully along with the doubts and everything that you keep in the back <laughs> of your head, hopefully you keep what I just said in the back of your head and maybe that can, and what your dad said, uh, hopefully that can continue to push you to continue. And my mom to too. I it. didn't even mention my mom did too. Like she tried to work through it, but she, I, when I would talk to her about it, I was like not in a great like mental space about it. Like I was just stressed and overwhelmed. Um, and like, so she tried to talk to me about it, but I was like, no, like, this is what I want to do. Like, but she, she, I just want to shout out for my mom too, because she to definitely, yeah, shout mom out to and all pops. the moms shout and out pops. to Dude, shout out to everybody that's dope, which is everybody, except if you're not dope. But has, do you ever like doubt yourself, like doubt your ability to do something? Oh, 100% yeah, every day. I believe we all do. Every do you, day. Do you, do you feel good when you prove yourself wrong? When you're like, I can't do that. And then you go do it anyways. Yes. I love that feeling. I do. And then this is, it's like kind of hard to say, but like, it's like I do, I feel proud for myself for a moment. And then like a few seconds after I immediately go back to like something that I couldn't do. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. I'm working on it. I'm telling you guys, I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Some people but like that feeling when don't you, work on it. With that feeling when you're finally like, or like when you stand up for yourself mm. to somebody or like, Oh, that feels so powerful. Uh, like, I remember, like, someone did ask me they, when I told them, like, I was doing EC, and they were uh, like, oh, you want poop and shit all over you. Like, and I was like, <laughs> why do you think that's all we do? Yeah. Like, who do you think teaches your kids? Like, yeah. when you have kids, if you have kids, like, mm. would you, why would you, like, where do you think they come from? You know what I mean? And then they were like, oh, dude, the good, good. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like, you can't say nothing. You can't say yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's important, though. And I hope you continue going towards that pathway i mean unless you lose passion for it then maybe switch it up i'm don't be don't force yourself to do something because you're already too far along into it uh but yeah uh but before we end the podcast i do one question we do ask every guest that comes on the podcast why did you agree to come on the podcast oh gosh um i mean obviously one was to support you guys like we appreciate that straight shout out like 100%. the support is real I'm like, telling you like just to have you guys ask me to even be on it like meant a lot because I was just like damn like and I think another reason is that I know that you guys like aren't afraid to talk about real shit on here you know what I mean and like mm-hmm. um, we try to create a comfortable space for people to feel comfortable enough to speak about what they care about yeah and I knew like behind this you like you guys have a good message for people and like you make it easy to talk about stuff that isn't aren't easy mm. to talk about you know what i that's mean that's the goal for real yeah. yeah and it's like when i was sitting in my car and i was listening to you guys's first po- first podcast mm. <laughs> my first podcast <laughs> i texted alex and i even told him i was like dude like it felt like you guys were in the car with me and mm. we were just having a conversation like 
I was smiling. Like mm-hmm. when it got serious, like it made me think about myself. Like I just wanted to respond and talk back to you guys. Like, like I just, I don't know, like, and to have the opportunity to be on it and be able to like maybe have, make someone else feel like how I felt when I was listening to it. And like, even to help me too, like a little bit selfish, like, cause I knew we talk about real shit on here. And like mm-hmm. I told you earlier, like, I don't, I don't talk about that. Like my feelings, I try to, I push it way down yeah. and I'm like, everything's cool. Everything's fine. But like, I wanted to challenge myself mm-hmm. in a way. That's good. Yeah. Like I, I knew like you guys and I knew I'd feel comfortable. Like, mm-hmm. even though I just met you like yeah. an hour and a half yeah. ago, <laughs> but like the fact that like, I knew like I'd be comfortable with you guys to talk about stuff that mm-hmm. maybe I wouldn't be comfortable talking about with anybody else. And like, yeah, it scares the shit out of me that this is going to be going like on public. But like yeah. the fact that it does scare the shit out of me is like, helps me know like maybe I should talk about it. You know what I yeah. mean? So, and that's a sign of growth. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I just and I wanted to make sure like if I was doing this, I wanted it for like a positive impact, a positive thing for other people. And like. Yeah. So. Well, That's thank you dope. so You're much. You're welcome. Thank for you for the time having to be on me. The what show, the heck? For sure. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> it was really though, nice having you. Honestly, though, I did get a lot of feedback about a lot of people saying that they felt like we were with them, mm-hmm. like they were with us in the conversation. Literally, like in the beginning when I heard you guys' podcast, when they, I was listening to the music and I was like nodding my head and I was mm-hmm. like, imagine Alex. I didn't know you. <laughs> yeah. but I was imagine like a magic, like this like, like blank, magic figure right there, a blank, blank face, face, like you know. <laughs> And I was like, imagine Alex. And I was like, yeah. damn, yeah. And then like in the beginning, like you guys were just like talking and I was just like smiling. I literally could not take the smile off my face. Like That's what's I, up. That's I literally could not. I told, and I told Alex, yeah. too, I was like, literally, I, and he was like, why couldn't you stop smiling? I was like, I literally have no idea. I just mm-hmm. couldn't stop smiling. And like, that's it's super just, dope. Yeah. Quick side note. It's just crazy because like, you know, me and Alex, we create this show and it's just crazy because like we don't we have no idea what people are experiencing when they hear us. And so like, you know, we just do this and like it's it's we're, it's we're, nice we're to get putting feedback. this product. Yeah. And it's like it's nice to know that we can have such a great effect on people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, it's crazy. Sure. There's, there's There's been so much good feedback. Like I'm telling you, the love is so real. Uh before we end real quick for sure i mean i know i said that before the last question but before we end i'm just going to take an opportunity to uh, to hype up hands because i didn't hype her up at the beginning <laughs> uh, but dude she's super dope uh she's been she's honestly been awesome since i first met her uh she came i'm she, i first met her at work and it was funny because she walks in and the first thing she says to me are you the guy that gives a bunch of fist bumps <laughs> No doubt. That's how people know Alex. Uh, <laughs> fist bump God. Oh my gosh. It was so funny. Cause I guess uh two other employees that worked there, I guess they told her like what what they tell you? They they like they told me they're like, Hey, like this dude Alex, like, he's gonna be giving you a lot of fist bumps. <laughs> and I was like, Really? And they're like yeah, like he don't even. He's gonna give you a lot of fist bumps. And then when I came in for my first day and he gave me a fist bump and I was like He's a dude. He's a dude. But honestly, like that helped so much too because I was nervous as shit on my first day. That, honestly, that's the goal, dude, to make everybody feel uh, comfortable and feel a part of not only the show, but a part of everything that I do. Um, it's big, dude. I felt left out before and it sucks. I don't want people feeling like that. Anybody's, anybody's welcome to be a part of this journey with us. 100%. And if you're a part of this journey, you're a part of our family. 100%. 100%. Uh, but I believe we are going to end the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're uh, fine. <laughs> uh, 
Should have ended it a few minutes ago. Uh, but on a serious. But if note, you guys made it this this far, appreciate y'all. we appreciate y'all for real. <laughs> yes, thank you. On a serious note, on a, <laughs> <laughs> on a serious note, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank we really appreciate it, and thank you for talking about what you did because the fact that you're scared of talking about it in general, this is going to be heard by people. So <laughs> that is awesome that you were able to give us that give us that from you and give that to the listeners from you as well that that's important hopefully hopefully it encourages other people to talk about things that they're scared of talking about or they may not be comfortable with talking about because on this show we're going to talk about things that people don't normally talk about and that's the goal we want to talk about things that people don't normally talk about we want to make feel, people feel comfortable we want to make people feel like this is just a regular conversation and it is this is this is how all my conversations outside of this podcast happen <laughs> uh, <but laughs> that's exactly why i wanted to be a part of it <laughs> but again thank you for coming on the podcast CeeLo. thank you for coming back i appreciate you? you um didn't want to have to change the name of the title so i appreciate <laughs> you for coming back <laughs> uh but anyways thank you guys for coming back if you came back if this is your first episode thank you guys for joining us take care of yourself Believe in yourself, support your friends, love yourself. Support yourself too. And stay super duper dope. Thank you. Peace. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Later.